San Diego County taxpayers are on the hook for millions of dollars of payouts to the families of people who have been severely injured or died in jail. Earlier this year, a jury awarded a man who suffered irreparable brain damage more than $12 million for the jail's negligence. If the award holds, it will become the county's largest. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Jeff McDonald, your watchdog reporter with the Union-Tribune, and you recently wrote a story about this multi-million dollar payout the county may have to pay to an individual who was injured in the jail. Let's start with what happened with David Collins. What happened to that individual? Mr. Collins was suffering from a severe sodium deficiency that caused him to stumble, uh, slur his speech, and even hallucinate. Uh, He ended up walking out of his house one night three years ago uh, and was seen by a passerby who uh, summoned paramedics, and paramedics were were, uh, responding to the medical call when sheriff's deputies encountered them. And then he got arrested, right? Yes, the uh, the sheriff's deputies took over the uh, contact and decided that he was uh, drunk, uh, which is a crime to be drunk in public. He was transported and booked into Vista Jail uh, on a suspicion of being drunk in public. Uh, he fell down in the jail cell and suffered a pretty severe uh, brain bleed, uh, which exacerbated his condition uh, and his... Uh, His sodium deficiency got very serious, and after 12 or 13 hours, they took him to a hospital Mm -hmm. uh, where doctors at Palomar uh, worked to counterbalance the sodium deficiency, but further damaged him by raising his sodium levels too quickly. Uh, That became life-threatening. Palomar settled the case privately. the family and Mr. Collins sued the county sheriff's department and the nurses and sheriff's deputies uh, for negligence. Uh, and the jury uh, late last month awarded uh, the family $12.6 million to pay for some impunitive, about two-thirds of that impunitive damages, and the rest to pay for his medical condition going forward. Mm-hmm. He's a young man. He's only 32. Uh, and he's going to need uh, – he had permanent brain damage. He's going to mm-hmm. need uh, medical care for the rest of his life. So um, what was the main argument that the family made at the point in which things went truly wrong? The family contested that sheriff's deputies wrongly intervened in the medical evaluation that the paramedics were performing at the time uh, they contacted Mr. Collins. Uh, The sheriff's deputies uh, uh, and the county disputes that in court. The jury heard both sides and decided in favor of the plaintiff. Uh, So the gist of it was the sheriff's deputies wrongly intervened while the paramedics were doing their medical evaluation. The the county employees exacerbated that um, uh, mistake Mm -hmm. uh, by not treating him properly once he was uh, booked into the jail. He he didn't sober up like a a normally drunk person might uh, and was still exhibiting uh, slurred speech Mm -hmm. and, and other problems even 12 hours later. Uh, so the problems were multifold. So in a sense, uh, the family argued that the, the jail failed to provide the basic medical care that someone is expected to receive when under the care of the state, right? Yes, the county in this case. Yeah. When you take someone into custody, you obviously have to take care of their physical needs and their mm-hmm. safety. You, know, you have to feed them, clothe them. So why is this payout so large? Uh, he's a young man. Uh, 
a lot of it was uh, so the uh, there were diff- different uh, the plaintiffs said they, they perform what's called a life care plan both sides mm-hmm. in these cases uh, the plaintiffs life care plan estimated that Mr. Williams would need I think it was about eight million dollars going forward for the rest of his life to take care of his uh, you know his basic needs mm-hmm. uh, including housing medical he he's he can walk and talk, but he, he can't function. He, he can't will work. never hold a job. He, yeah. he can speak, but he, it takes him a long time just to button his shirt and mm-hmm. you know dress. Uh, the county's life care plan was uh, just over a million dollars. Their actuary said that that would be enough to uh, sustain Mr. Williams for the rest of his life. Um, the jury came back with an award of about $3 million in change for the medical needs, but about $8 million dollars. Uh, uh, for punitive damages as well, for uh, being negligent is what they said. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to get the money tomorrow mm-hmm. or he's gotten the money yet. That's still being um, litigated. The county's going to uh, file motions. They haven't said whether they'll appeal the verdict, but there are other strategies and tactics you can employ in a lawsuit like this to reduce. You can ask the judge to reduce it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that may happen. Uh, I think they're going back in October for another court hearing. So should this be resolved like in the next six months or sooner than that? Um, probably the October hearing will be a key, the mm-hmm. next key date. Uh, if the judge agrees, uh, he, may, he may knock down the jury's verdict, uh, and then the plaintiffs may accept that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may litigate that further because they have a jury award, a judgment for $12.6 million in hand. So that's a pretty... Uh, strong bargaining position to be in. I think if the judge were to re- reduce it only a little bit, they might accept it just in the in the interest of expediency. Uh, if they if he were to reduce it, uh, you know, dramatically, then they would probably uh, litigate that further. So this deals with the punitive aspects of what happened to, to Mr. Collins. After all this, is there anything the jail is doing differently to prevent this kind of thing from happening? Because at the end of the day, it's taxpayers that end up having to pay these payouts. Yes, this is taxpayer money we're talking about because the county of San Diego is self-insured. Uh, now, the jail folks, uh, the sheriff's department, they wouldn't talk to me about this case, and rightly so because mm-hmm. it's an ongoing open uh, you know, lawsuit. Uh, they do say, uh, and we've been interviewing them for some months on, uh, on health and uh, mental health-related issues within the jail, and they do say they're doing the best they can to provide services. They've increased staffing. They've, uh, they're seeking accreditation by national groups that monitor correctional um, uh, treatment for inmates. Uh, so they say they're doing a lot of things right, and uh, you know they do recognize some weaknesses, but they're working to address them, as any organization constantly works to improve and address issues that need to be addressed. Uh, that said, uh, they do keep getting sued, and uh, they've lost a lot of uh, cases. Uh, they're facing some other cases that may amount to more millions of dollars. Uh, so the $12 million verdict pushes the uh, payments owed by the county of San Diego, the jail system, uh, past $20 million in the past decade, which mm-hmm. is a lot of money for uh, for any shop, a uh, public agency. And how does that compare to, like, their overall budget? Like, is this, like, a massive amount, or is it, like, kind of chump change for that organization? Uh, well, it's not chump change because, it's you know, we're talking about millions of taxpayer dollars, but the uh, county has a budget of better than $6 billion, so mm-hmm. it's it's not... Um, it's not a large amount, but it no, still is substantial. Uh, the sheriff's department budget's a little more than $900 million. Mm-hmm. It's not clear whether this money would come out of the sheriff's budget or the county general fund. Uh, I think the supervisors might prefer it to come out of the sheriff's budget, but mm-hmm. that's not clear at this time. 
So having these series of payouts is not a good look for any organization. So is there anyone in the political sphere that is pushing for reforms or change, or are they just kind of mum on the subject? Uh, well, in the elected class, uh, the supervisors wouldn't talk about this case, uh, perhaps rightly so, because it's still actively being litigated. Uh, they may talk generally about how the county does. Uh, we did not poll them on this question for this story. In general, they feel like they all do a really good job of uh, stewarding the public dollars and resources that they control. Uh, Sheriff's Department, same thing. He's an elected official. Uh, so he, uh, you know, his position is that they do the best they can. Now, in any big, large organization, things go wrong. Mm-hmm. People get hurt. You know, human beings are human beings. So, you know, in any big bureaucracy, stuff happens. Uh, their position is they do the best they can controlling costs. And, uh, and it's cheaper to pay out these claims from time to time rather than buy insurance that would, uh, that would cost uh, uh, more money every year. Mm-hmm. And finally, um, what does Colin's family say as this is finally getting resolved? We haven't been able to talk to the Collins family. They're uh-huh. understandably uh, not, not willing but uh, to, to speak to us or, or even pose for a photograph, uh, which is understandable. Uh, their lawyers have been pretty helpful. And, uh, you know, he's doing okay. They're mm-hmm. grateful for the jury verdict. Uh, they're hopeful that they'll get some, uh, some recourse pretty mm-hmm. soon. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're moving forward. They, they want it to be seen as a, uh, a learning device for the sheriff's department so that they, you know, don't intervene in medical evaluations going forward, that they do a better job treating inmates once they are taken into custody because that seems pretty basic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man had fallen in his jail cell and was suffering a brain bleed, and, and nobody really responded to it in a very, uh, you know, thorough way uh, for 12-plus hours. So they're hoping it's a... Uh, a measure that will prevent other inmates from getting hurt mm-hmm. in the future. All right. Jeff McDonald, thank you so much. Thank you, Dan. In other news, a lawsuit has been filed aiming to halt the construction of a massive project in Otai Ranch. The lawsuit claims the city failed to comply with the California Environmental Quality Act because of the way it filed its environmental impact report. The project in question would build nearly 900 homes, and this project has been in the works for nearly a decade. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. You can also listen to Hot Lava, our Padres podcast. Union Tribune sports editor Jay Posner and baseball beat writer Kevin Acey talk about the team's ups and downs, comings and goings. Look for it on your podcast app or go to uniontrib.com slash hotlava. Until next time.